0: Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Bucks. Today we are presented by SeatGeek. Download the mobile app for the easiest way to buy tickets and the promo code L-O-Bucks. That's L-O-B-U-C-K-S. It gets you $20 back in a rebate on your first purchase. I'm Frank Madden from Brewhoop.com. I'm joined as always by Eric Name. And this is gonna be Eric, a podcast that is all about you. Well, it's all about Giannis and his press conference day. Announcing his, con- uh, his contract extension, but you were in attendance, and uh, I guess podcast listeners who watched uh, probably recognized your voice at a few different times, popping in to ask questions. And so I'm going to turn it over to you. What were there any kind of big takeaways from from today's presser? Uh, I think you know I mentioned I recorded just a quick one earlier. Um, in the Pistons crossover podcast, I thought some of the John Hammond sort of thanks from Giannis, given their journey together, was interesting. Um, but anything else that kind of stuck out to you did Did you think you, you landed any good hard questions for the people today, or what was uh, what were your big takeaways?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the Robin Hood of journalists, apparently. <laughs> um, no, I uh, I was it was interesting. I was kind of getting in the mood of asking questions and i haven't i haven't seen these people in a while i haven't been in this uh, environment in a little while and right as i got the mic john hammond mentioned something about well if you have a cornerstone guy and we think Giannis is a cornerstone guy you sign him up for as long as you can to which i had to say
0: well
1: um that was a the hashtag well actually
0: (laughs) moment of the press conference and i guess as background not to get like too, uh, you know, uh, deep in the weeds uh, of things, but we you were you did you know, we were emailing this morning uh, with everybody else on on the brew Hoop staff, and you were asking if anybody had you know specific questions that you wanted, and you know we were kind of going back and forth and uh, about you know okay well how do you ask about the the five year max and you know do it in a way where you actually get get a, a real answer and you know someone was like well I mean you, you're probably not even going to get a real answer. And then uh, uh, you said well somebody has to ask it and, and then uh, I chimed in yes because you know if you don't ask it then people are gonna be complaining that that the Milwaukee media never asked the tough questions. so you uh, you pounced John Hammond gave you a little softball <laughs> uh, saying you want to sign guys as long as you want you can and then and then you uh, you the mic happened to be be in your hands
1: yeah I actually got a couple of tweets about it like oh look at it at Eric name hopping in here with the fire questions and dropping bombs on John Hammond. it was like, that was, that wasn't my goal at all, but it it really did. He, he mentioned it. And honestly, kudos to him. His candor was surprising. I would say that I, I asked the question and Giannis kind of mentioned like, well, we found the four year deal. We thought that was good for us. My, my agency, my representation thought, that was what we should go with and he handled it very much like I thought that question would be handled that it pretty much wouldn't be handled (laughs) it would be just brushed aside and we're not going to answer that one essentially no comment and to John Hammond's credit he kind of hopped in and actually went through it and mentioned that the max was talked about back and forth and kind of their thought process there and it it was Uh, it was a cool kind of spot for me because a lot of times when you're at one of these press conferences where it is for a contract or it's for a trade, you're not getting a lot of detail and we, we did end up getting some detail there. So that, that, for me, that was kind of exciting that we did actually get a little bit of an answer again, not an exact answer of how this all went down, but at least somewhat of a, some recognition that the answer or the question was valid and he did kind of break it down a little bit so that was nice um and yeah it's it's an interesting spot that kind of the bucks and Giannis both agreed to that four-year deal um and that was kind of the option they decided on so i thought that was very interesting um other takeaways Giannis plays the hits. I got to give it to him. Uh,
0: <laughs> I think Dan Schaefer had that comment, right? <laughs>
1: like, it, it, someone asked what you're going to buy with all this money you have, any big purchases, and he said, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll get some smoothies. And it was just like, you know what? You play to your audience. If they want to hear it, you give it to them. So uh, kudos to Giannis on that. But, yeah, like you said, I thought the moment, if there was a moment of the press conference was – Giannis has a speech prepared, thanks all these different people, and the last person that he thanks is John Hammond. And it, it, I don't know if it necessarily carried over as well if you were watching the live stream of it or if you maybe saw it on your Twitter timeline or something, but you could. Giannis kind of moved away from the mic and was looking pretty much right at John Hammond, who was sitting to his right. And. I know when I was cutting up audio later, my my audio wasn't as good for that part. You you couldn't hear Giannis quite as well, but you could tell that there there was some some breaks in his speech, um, some some breaking of his voice a little bit as he kind of talked about the journey that he took from Greece and that it was a journey him and John John Hammond have kind of taken together um, and. I think if there's one thing that's that's going to stick with me from this press conference, it, it was that. And it, it just, it's it's funny to kind of listen to Giannis say stuff like, well, I want to thank John Hammond. And then, well, you took a big risk on me. So I just want to tell you it's worth it. And I'm going to keep working hard to make it even more worth it and thanking him for the opportunity. And you could, you could tell that it meant, a lot to Giannis that John was still there as the GM that John was the one that drafted him that John believed in him and that that was really the moment that stuck out to me and after the press conference we had a chance to kind of go one on one with some of those guys and when you got to talk to John about it he he said. We asked him. Well, man, that was that was kind of the moment. Giannis was really kind of pouring his heart and soul out there and talking about how much you've meant to his life and kind of that he wouldn't be where he is unless unless you were there. And John obviously had to play it off and say, "Well, you can't have favorites in this business, and I, I can't, I can't really." get into that, but it, it was very nice to hear Giannis say those kind things about me. And and I thought, I thought that was interesting. And that is going to be the moment that sticks with me from that press conference. And it's just interesting because a lot of times in those situations, in a press conference for a, a contract extension, a press conference for an MVP, a most improved, a sixth man, whatever it may be, a lot of times in those situations it's normally the heartfelt moment is the is something to the family to the parents to their brother to a cousin whatever maybe normally it's family and in this situation it was to John Hammond and and that's just the moment that's going to stick with me yeah it's interesting and i think um... actually Frank before you get started let's talk about Geek, our sponsor for today's episode of Lockdown Bucks Football is back, and SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the games you want to see up close and in person this season. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year, and with SeatGeek, it's never been easier to get the seats you want for a great value. SeatGeek has the best deals on every ticket in the house, whether you want to sit on the 50-yard line, the club seats, or the upper level. Today, we're talking about Giannis' extension and... It's kind of funny to think. Okay, he's got a hundred million dollar contract. He wouldn't. He wouldn't care about SeatGeek. But uh, actually, a funny, a funny story was the fact that we were talking about things he was gonna buy and what he wanted. He mentioned smoothies. But then we talked to him after the press conference about it, and someone he he was talking about how guys on the team will make fun of him for wearing the same pair of crummy sweatpants every every day and he got them from the team his rookie year and they're ratty and they just don't look good and people would always make fun of them and he was like well maybe i could buy some new sweatpants and then he again he kind of went into well actually i could probably get some from the team for free and it's just funny to think He's he's looking to save money, and that's exactly what you can do with SeatGeek. And you can just download the SeatGeek app on your phone. It's an easy way to find the best tickets and the best deals on tickets. And it really can be done from anywhere, and you can see exactly what you're going to be looking at. From your seats um, right there on the app. So it's a really cool app. You should download it, and Yana should download it as well if he's ever looking for tickets. With SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is a given upgrade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Plus, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed by their 100% guarantee. Best of all, our listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code. Enter promo code LOBUCKS. That's LO BUCKS for, of course, lockdown bucks. SeatGeek will send you a $20 rebate after you've made your first ticket purchase. So go ahead, download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LOBUCKS. That's LO BUCKS today. And now let's hear what Frank had to think about the press conference.
0: It's tough to do a, you know, uh, really judge John Hammond's tenure in Milwaukee until. Um, you know, I think this core really matures and, and grows into whatever it's going to grow into. And, and obviously a huge part of that is Giannis. And, uh, certainly I think if you look at, you know, we've talked about obviously a lot of things that, that haven't gone the Bucks way, uh, decisions that maybe haven't panned out, um, you know, both before the Giannis, uh, drafting as well as after, you know, even the last two years, um, and you know, I think John Hammond's tenure will always be kind of marked by this. You know, under Herb Cole, there are always the questions about could he really do what he wanted to do. And I think you know, talking to John, I mean, the Bucks not rebuilding. I think that was never something where you had to tell him like, hey, you need to rebuild through the draft. That's how you get good players. John Hammond was always aware of that, but it was never you know really perceived as an option uh, under Herb Cole, and so there was always sort of this cloud over that and. Um, obviously, more of late, there you know, I've always been these. Well, you know, what is Jason Kidd's role and John Hammond all this, but the Giannis pick and Giannis's development, I think, is really the lasting legacy that that John Hammond has had here in Milwaukee. And the thing that I think you can say is sort of an untarnished piece of his legacy that nobody can really take away. And uh, certainly, if the Bucks develop into a contender, you know, I think we'll always look back on that decision to draft a kid who people didn't really know and. I mean, I think he was going to be a first-rounder, but um, obviously the Bucks were the, the first team. 14 teams passed, and they were the first team to take him. And now you look back, and it's difficult to, to imagine, um, you know, what would have happened if they had drafted Shane Larkin or Sergey Karasev or any of these other guys. So I think that was a great moment for... Uh, for John Hammond, and, and certainly uh, whatever Giannis becomes in Milwaukee, uh, you'll have to look back on on the 2013 draft, and uh, I think Bucks fans will be certainly forever indebted to John Hammond for that pick. Um, looking into the rest of the presser, um, anything else? I know because because I think the interesting thing is uh, we'll have some quotes uh, that you were able to get some audio, you were able to get uh, from after the press conference as well. Anything else that kind of jumped out during the presser or, uh, was it more interesting what you kind of talked to, uh, John Hammond and, and, and uh, uh, Giannis's agent, um, after the, the presser about. The,
1: there was some interesting stuff there. I thought the one other thing that stuck out to me when, uh, when John Hammond talked about Giannis and the five year max and not doing it, um, was that quote that if we want to become a championship team, there are going to be guys and, and, players that have given back some and it's and it's a little bit at a time as we move forward hopefully we're gonna have other guys in the organization that will have the ability to do that and those smaller pieces can turn into a bigger chunk at some point and if it's tough to say that's anything other than a neon flashing light right next to it that says hey jabari hey jabari hey jabari did, did you see what i said during that press conference jabari did you see what Giannis did, Jabari? Jabari, are you paying attention? Uh, th- to me, that throughout the press conference, that was brought up by by Hammond. Uh, when you talked to him after, he talked about how those those smaller. Not necessarily discounts, but those smaller moves can all add up to something bigger. When we talked with Giannis's agent, he said something similar, and that Giannis thinks that okay, if you add a couple of those up, where you're paying guys maybe a little bit less, that you can go out and get a guy like Deli, and four or five of those moves adds up to a Deli type or some other veteran like that. And uh, to me, it, it really it, it's that stuck out to me that they. I don't know if it's necessarily their play um, but it does it does appear that culture is a big thing that they always talk about and trying to that maybe this move bolsters that culture that you want to even think that it's even more ingrained that if you're a member of the Bucks you you take a discount or you are maybe a little bit more flexible to make sure that more talented players can come in and, and Chris did it last year. Giannis does it this year and Jabari's got that extension window next summer. And, and I really do think that uh, that that'll be, that'll be an interesting thing. Um, aside from that, I thought the ease with which the extensions seemed to occur. Um, I know I I asked, Hammond if it was easy if it was in an, an amicable discussion could you could you get through it and he said well when two parties want to get it done you're going to get it done and uh, as you'll see with the comments that we've posted in this article as well his agent kind of said the same thing that it, it wasn't going to be the type of situation where Giannis was going to hold out make a stink about Five and a half, six million a half, $6 million over four years. Um, so, so that was a big thing. And also the fact that he said four years, um, it, it seemed like uh, Hammond mentioned that the max was talked about between the two parties, but it, it seemed like from, I guess, the conversations that obviously you'll see printed uh, with Giannis's agent. And then the conversation with Hammond, that, they didn't seem to linger too long on that on that idea of a five-year max. That It pretty quickly became a discussion about either less than the max, which automatically makes it four years, or just four years rather than five. Um, so it, it, it was interesting to kind of hear those two things. Um, that stuck out to me. Obviously, uh, I think we all, all the journalists that were there, tried to keep it to contract stuff today uh obviously media day is next monday and i'm sure i'll be there throughout all of that and we'll have some reaction on that next week but we all knew that basketball questions could kind of wait until that time so it was more contract stuff today so hearing about Giannis's jumper or his off-season regimen that that will wait for another week um but but those, yeah those
0: in other words all the questions that that i demanded you ask today but <laughs> i don't care I'm I'm a I'm not a real journalist, so I'm I'm, I'm happy that you fight my battles on uh, on on media day. So I'm I'm good.
1: Uh yeah. So it, that'll be fun next week. But but those were the things that stuck out to me. I I would be curious. I in the room, like I said, that that Giannis thanking Hammond in a moment really stuck out. It, it was powerful. You could feel kind of the way Giannis felt. I guess. Watching from a stream, was there anything that stuck out to you that I didn't talk about at all? Um, I don't
0: know. I mean, I think it was all pretty. uh, I think it was generally pretty, pretty, pretty much what you would have expected for the most part. I think you know, Giannis was kind of doing his half joking and but but also had obviously some some earnest moments, uh, especially in the intro when he was thanking uh, you know various people, you know, starting with his family. So, um, so I don't know if there there were any big uh, big uh, deviations from what you would have expected. I, I was disappointed. I, I was, you know, really hoping that someone would ask about Giannis' position, and then uh, Jason Kidd would say something like, "He's just a basketball player." You know, because I feel like we have, I feel like every Giannis discussion with with uh, with Jason Kidd has to has to involve that. Um, it's been although, a while. It's been a while yeah. since
1: I've heard he's a basketball player. I can't <laughs> although, wait for Monday.
0: Although we so that actually that's a transition point. So you had an interaction uh, after the presser with uh, with John Hammond on the topic of positions. And why don't you tell me? So so of course, regular <laughs> listeners will <laughs> this know. Is so up, this regular, is so messed up, Frank. Regular regular listeners will know that I'm always the you know Giannis is a point forward saying calling him a point guard is confusing. You are what you defend, blah blah blah. You're more of the you know. Point he's He is a point guard because he's orchestrating the offense, blah, blah, blah. So we're always kind of in, at friendly loggerheads on this topic. But what did John Hammond say to you after the presser
1: today? So we were talking to John a little bit about Giannis. And we kind of just mentioned, well, you, you draft this kid from Greece. Could you ever expect that he could turn into this basketball player? And John goes on for a while about his playmaking, his vision, and people still haven't seen the the full capabilities that he has as a playmaker and stuff like that and he he kind of answered it but didn't really and then i jumped in with well i mean could you could you ever imagine him being a point guard and john immediately goes well i don't know about all that point guard uh talk because you are who you guard um and then, so so
0: John John got back at you with his own hashtag well actually facing. <laughs>
1: indeed. Indeed. Uh he might have been holding that one. Uh he might he might have been thinking about the presser a little bit there. He wanted to get me back. Uh so, but then I said, So power forwards and he said, Yeah and then he went on to talk about some other stuff. So really you can pat me on the back for getting to the bottom of it, Frank, and Getting you the answer you wanted, so why why you'd bring this up to bring me down is really beyond me right now.
0: Well, we really don't disagree, right? It's correct, really just the, the nomenclature. Uh, but it, it, that's something that John Hammond has always been very in. I mean, Kid likes to throw around the word point guard, even though you know again he's not planning to ever defend point guards with, with Giannis. But uh, but I think Hammond very early, I think in Giannis' career, alluded to the idea of of him eventually being a power forward and before last season even kind of mused on a, I remember he was in, did an interview and he kind of threw out really without any, but any prompting throughout, um, uh, the idea of Giannis potentially playing center in small lineup. So it seems like John Hammond is, is all aboard, uh, the point center Giannis, <laughs> uh, train. Uh, but we'll see if, uh, if Jason Kidd uh, will will follow suit this year. But yeah, I mean, You know, again, I don't think we actually disagree, but uh, it is a fun, a fun thing for us to argue about uh, over and over again, and to confuse people with because you know (laughs) we we keep talking about positions and then effectively we throw them out the window as soon as we do. But um, what else? Anything else? Kind of uh, in the uh, aftermath of the press conference, I know uh, you also talked, and you and I think. Charles Gardner talked for a while with, uh, Alex Saratsis, who's Giannis's agent.
1: Yeah, it it was, it was a fun conversation. I will say that, uh, it was me, Charles, uh, Gary D'Amato, Gennaro Armis from Associated Press. And we, we kind of had a little bit of one on time, one on four time, I guess, apparently, um, with Alex Saratsis and with Giannis and with John Hammond. Um, and I guess some, some things that stuck out there, um, it it was Giannis anecdote day. Obviously, um, when he's signing a hundred million dollar contract, you're you're going to get to hear a lot of interesting things. Uh, one I hadn't heard before. I knew that people on the Bucks staff had helped Giannis get his. His driving his driver's license and it kind of helped teach him how to drive and i think they did a couple like actual videos on bucks.com of people uh within the bucks organization helping him out but apparently john hammond was one of the people that was doing it so they must have had some sort of schedule laid out that people would would help out Giannis <laughs> and be the person that was going to be driving or riding with him in the car to teach him how to drive and Apparently, Hammond was actually one of those people who got to sit passenger side, and apparently, they almost got in an accident right outside uh, the Bucks practice facility. Uh, Giannis claims that he's such a natural that he was able to avoid it, and John declined to comment on Giannis's comment um about that uh so so that was a fun one that that we didn't hear um that i hadn't heard before and then um one i tweeted out uh, a little bit later in the night uh here on tuesday night was the fact that as we were talking to uh agent he mentioned the fact that they were trying to set this up that hey you do need to physically sign this contract and then we do need to have this press conference and they were trying to figure out a time and they were going to do it in the morning and yana said well that's not going to work i got to work out um and his agent was like well we we do have to get it done uh so he said well it's gonna have to wait until after this workout so that's how we got the one o'clock time. uh, But then we, we talked to, to Giannis and we talked to John Hammond and we asked Hammond about it. And we said, was he really at the practice center this morning? And John's like, actually it's even worse than Alex suggested. We literally had to pull Giannis off the court and tell him, stop working out. You need to sign this and you need to get to where we're signing this contract. Otherwise, we're not going to get get this done on time. Like, we're going to miss all of our all the things that we need to do today if you don't get off the court and go shower and get ready. Like, leave the court right now. So, the Bucks people literally had to get him off the court to get him to this signing into this press conference. Um, and then, obviously, once I heard that, I jokingly asked Giannis, like, "Oh, we heard that uh, your agent and and John told us that they had a." physically get you off the court this morning to, to get you here. Uh, but I, I assume you're going to tell me now that you can't talk to us anymore cause you got to get back for a workout and straight face looks at me and goes, yeah, actually, uh, I, I need to get back there for a lift and and then I'm shooting with jet and then maybe we'll go out for a team dinner. And <laughs> it, it was just, it was just a kind of a perfect combination of, one story bleeding together with another, and kind of triangulating all of it, and again, kind of leads to essentially Happy Giannis Day to to all the Bucks fans out there. Like if, if you were looking for anecdotes that want you wanted to convince you that Giannis was your perfect superstar and the guy that was going to lead the team you love going forward. Today was kind of that day and you got a bunch of those Uh, as we were talking to him some more he also mentioned the fact we we said well your agent said you don't want to go anywhere else yeah you have a special relationship with the city and the team and he said definitely I can't imagine being somewhere else I don't just say this for the media I really from the bottom of my heart I really can't imagine being anywhere else so after these five years hopefully we're doing great and I'll be here for the next five more years. So I said it last summer. I want to be here for 20 years and yeah, it, it, again and again and again. We, I know we mentioned that last year and I know in other interviews he's mentioned wanting to be like Tim Duncan or Kobe Bryant and today was kind of the culmination of all those things he said with signing this extension and wanting to be a part of the Bucks and and doing these things. So, uh, it was just an interesting day to be around, to hear the stories and to kind of hear it, hear it all come together.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you always kind of want to, I don't know, I always have this feeling of wanting to pinch myself a little bit because, you know, We've heard the kind of fun stories and the too-good-to-be-true stuff from Giannis, really since his rookie year, right? I mean, his rookie year was almost like, it felt almost exploitative, like at times the ways People kind of caricatured him as like, oh, a smoothie and like this wide-eyed, you know, eighteen-year-old kid who's just like, I don't know what's going on. All this American culture is so cool. Um, but as you said, he, you know, by now he knows the game. You know, he he's got his greatest hits. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he he now knows uh, what he can joke about and references to you know the random stuff he said in the past and, and kind of get get laughs out of it. Um, and, you know, uh, he's continued, you know, year after year. He's shown the improvement to the point, obviously, last year, where second half of the season, uh, he was an all star caliber player. And uh, I, you know, I'm, I think I mentioned in one of the previous podcasts, you know, the Kevin Pelton uh, takeaway, I think in the emergency podcast, you know, he mentioned is that, you know, from an analytical standpoint, You know, ESPN's projections has him as a $40 million a year player. And that's obviously well above the max. Uh, So that's a good sign. but you know, getting that for, for $22 million, rising to around $28 million over the next five years. And the reason we're saying five years, I think, is uh, just to clarify that the new extension is four years, but he does have the $3 million that he's owed this coming year in the last year of his rookie deal. So that's why you've heard references to five years, even though the extension isn't technically for five. But anyway, uh, a great day to celebrate Giannis. Uh, and I think uh, a player that is, is worth celebrating. And obviously, you know, 20 21 years old still. Uh, hopefully, there will be be much more celebrating to come. And you know, things change, right? Uh, players say they want to be someplace forever. Uh, they grow up, they grow older, they change their mind. But I think with Giannis, um, he's a uh, the kind of person that you think could actually follow through on that. And you just hope that obviously the, the organization can put a team around him that he can reach his town, his you know incredible ceiling. And uh, you know that in three years. I think it was mentioned, his agent mentioned in you know, three years. Uh, after three years he can sign an extension to uh, the four year extension. So hopefully we won't even have to talk about him reaching free agency down the road and, and maybe he'll just sign an extension and then you know we can have another nice press conference <laughs> and there won't be the drama of figuring out what Yannis does as another free agent. But I,
1: I guess that was that was one of the things that in obviously all this stuff that we're putting on the website here in in my talk with his agent was the fact that, yeah, they're already thinking, okay, well, three years from the day that we sign this extension right now, we can start talking renegotiation and and going even above and beyond that. So uh, there is obviously the fear that, okay, well, after these five years, you better be good. Otherwise he's leaving as a free agent. But there is also kind of the other side with that, if things are going well two or three years into those five years, maybe renegotiation is, is what we're talking about and a restructuring of a deal and adding more years. And um, it's just interesting to kind of think about. I know we may not have a complete crossover between Brewers and Bucks fans, but you do kind of think of, well, Ryan Braun signs this deal and this deal and this deal. And again, I know Ryan Braun has had his problems and cheater, whatever, but, it can happen where if you start signing a guy young, and then you can add some more years, and you can add some more years, and if you continue to make that player happy, you can keep them for for their entire career. And again, right now, that's what that's what Giannis wants to do. And well, it it's pretty much on the Bucks to to make sure it happens.
0: Yeah, I think you had the you know the comment the other day about you know the clock is now kind of starting. Um, in in some ways on the Bucks and Giannis talked today about you know not feeling any extra pressure from the contract and I think with a guy like him I think that's probably I, I can buy that and I think especially being in a, a place like Milwaukee you know it's not like he's in New York City or something like that um, it, it's been a little funny I was somebody reposted a, a blog entry he had at EuroHoops.net from a few months ago actually and it talked about you know wanting to play 20 years it had all the stuff that you know sort of <laughs> set the stage for what we saw today um but it was also a little funny cuz it was like <laughs> you know he had comments about you know it's a small city there's not that much to do but I don't need anything to do <laughs> it's kind of like all right uh if you're trying to get a you know job as the you know face of Milwaukee's tourism board you know <laughs> you have to work on that pitch a little bit but uh, he means well and I think uh, he's not a guy hopefully that will be tempted by by brighter lights one day but you never know but anyway we have five years to, to figure that out and uh, hopefully the Bucks start to do it sooner rather than later any other thoughts or um, before we sign off on this app
1: no I, I don't think so it, it was an interesting day a fun day hopefully uh, Bucs fans were able to kind of follow along on Twitter with, I know the Bucs streamed it live so hopefully you're kind of able to take a part in it because as we've said this whole time it, it was a day to celebrate and hopefully you were able to celebrate it and enjoy it as a Bucks fan
0: The day of Giannis. Let's make it the month of Giannis and then the season of Giannis. And then, I don't know, the decade of Giannis?
1: (laughs) I'm down. I'm so down. The
0: decade of Giannis? Okay. Uh, We'll sign off uh, for now. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, We'll... Hopefully, be getting in some over unders that have been now coming out on uh, the broader NBA. So stay tuned for that. But a reminder: today's locked on bucks was brought to you by SeatGeek. Download the mobile app for the easiest way to buy tickets and use the promo code L O bucks. That's L O B U C K S to get a twenty dollars rebate on your first purchase. Thanks to SeatGeek. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.